All right, all right. Hello, everybody. Welcome, 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 welcome to the refresh point. And my name welcome is Ben. To the refresh. <laughs> my name is Ben. My name is Ben. And this guy sitting right next to me is the world champion, Steve. How are you doing? <laughs> Having a pretty good yeah. week. Yeah. You're in Japan? Yeah. We're world champions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll finish recording this actual episode uh, later. But for now, here's here's our intro from fresh fresh off the boat. World champion. Absolutely. Steven Lavalette. Absolutely. How are you feeling? What? I feel insane. <laughs> like, it's surreal. It's so surreal. We're standing here in the middle of Akihabara, surrounded by all the other world champions, yeah. and it feels fucking great. I told y'all Cali Girl was good. I told you. <laughs> uh, we'll see y'all back in the regular space. It's here, back in the regular space. It's me, Ben, here, as always, with the BCS 2023 World Finals Weiss Schwartz World Champion, Steven LaFollette. Steve, how is it going? It's pretty great, Ben. <laughs> it would be disingenuous for me to say otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and so, Steve is the world champion but there ain't no rest for the wicked and thus it's also time to prepare for the spring fest regionals uh aki himeno kishibe and the rest of the chainsaw man cast enters into the meta as well as the spies from the spyglass family a ban list has not materialized but it's always fun to speculate and of course we just got back from an excellent world finals all this and more after you shuffle your decks tap or cut and we'll get right into the refresh point with some breaking news. Steve Wondered. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yep. Really, like, I don't know what other news there is to care about. <laughs> I, it, it couldn't be, uh, it couldn't be expressed anymore how um, excited and shocked I am that I, that I was able to do it. But um, just really briefly, Fantastic Worlds, really great event. Um, but I never would have been able to do it without everybody here in DFW, um, helping me, um, playing their best and, you know, pushing me, uh, to play my best and a special shout out to my excellent co-host Ben and, uh, my other excellent partner, Billy, who, uh, were my main training partners and without, uh, 10,000 games of slime. I would have never hated the deck enough to beat it <laughs> when it mattered. <laughs> it's honestly so cringe that you're winning in and finals opponents were your biggest playtesting partners. It definitely we wasn't. We literally <laughs> prepared you as much as we could have to win. Yeah. And we were good enough to just also be there for you. <laughs> it was great in the sense that I knew exactly what to do. <laughs> it was like- And uh, then for us, we were like, oh, I guess we know what to do, but- uh, We've definitely also <laughs> faced this deck way too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was incredibly like spooky how that happened, but um, I- I mean, 
the game desires drama. It does. And I faced no slimes until the last round of Swiss and then three hot. slimes in four straight rounds. Nice. So nice. like the, I, <laughs> the training came in hot right at the end to, to seal the deal. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tokyo as well. Oh, it was yeah. really cool. Yeah. So uh. this is your first time in Tokyo, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah pretty for much. A, like, yeah. So what were your thoughts? I can't wait to go back. Yeah. Like, you know, it sucks. I had, like, I had ramen just the other night because I've been feeling a little under the weather. I went in soup. Yeah. And I just had to sit there and eat it. Yeah. Knowing what I had just eaten, not even a week before. And just feel like, man, I paid five more dollars for this than the best bowl of ramen that I've had in my entire life. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like you have to have like a moratorium on like on Japanese food after you come back because you're just gonna be mad. <laughs> you're gonna be like, yeah, this ain't it. <laughs> but yeah, um, or like you have to go to Akira, I guess. But um, yeah, I mean, even then, like I was telling, you know, one of my coworkers is also very food conscious, and he yeah. was like. Yeah, my, my favorite bowl of ramen around here is Akira as well. And I was like, and that's the sad part about it, is that after going to Japan, now I've had a 10 out of 10 bowl. And Akira is a solid 7 out of 10 bowl of ramen in comparison. Wow, that's crazy to think about. And I'm just like, and it's no fault of Akira. It is an excellent top-notch bowl of ramen. And yet... Well, when you've had the best of the best. That's that's why you always have to be always had to be searching, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause when you think that you've had the best you've ever had, maybe, you know, maybe. So Yeah. But yeah, the the And Jap a very, very off tangent thing about that is that I've had a friend from Kansas go to Akira as well and say, No, I've had a spot in Wichita that was better. And I was like Nah. You have to be lying nah, to me. Nah, I can't be. <laughs> but, like, now I have to go. Right? Like, I, I Except can't. I won't go there. So, yeah. like, I just... So, I, you, yeah, you won't. But I will. Really? This, you know, I, you know, this is a good friend of mine. I'll go out there with him and... Have you been to Kansas before? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. Because if that statement makes me feel like you haven't been. No, I, I haven't been. Anybody who has been is desperately trying to escape it. It's like a black hole. But in any case, not to, in case we have viewers from Kansas, not to disparage the great city of Wichita, Kansas, but it's not exactly what one would call a destination location in the United States. You know, it's more to hang out with this good friend of mine. That's good. And test their ramen claims rather than... Yeah, yeah, you treat it like a flyover city. <laughs> Where you're like, I'm going to stop here for exactly eight hours to eat this and then promptly leave. <laughs> yeah, the, for me, you but know yeah. what it is? Uh, the thing, the, speaking of food culture, because that's, you know, that's both of our wheelhouses. Yeah. The thing I miss most about being in Japan is um, the access to like really reasonably cheap food and like how you can walk into a, like a convenience store and there will just be like for five dollars you can walk out with like two armloads of food that's like 
not bad. I have to get rid of the 7-Eleven Association in my head. Yeah, because yeah, it's no, like, it's not. No, yeah, it's not. No, it's I can't walk into this 7-Eleven here. I never did and get before. a hot tea <laughs> and fried chicken skewer. Yeah, and some fresh onigiri. Randomly. The onigiri hurts me the most. There's nowhere to get it anywhere, anywhere. There's it's, one place in Plano. Yeah, and it, but it's expensive, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Not, it's not a dollar. Yeah, it's for just, salmon wrapped onigiri. No, it's crazy. Uh, that's the that's what I miss. That's and you know they're not they're not super easy. And the dollar pure. <sighs> yeah, just you can't think about it because you'd just be mad. But um, we did a bunch of cool stuff, touristy stuff, you know, in the city as well. Um, so we went to Tokyo Tower or uh, what Skytree is what they call it now, um, which is the third tallest building in the world. So that was cool. Yeah, I did too. Very dude. They had the the floor. That like it's just like the glass floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just drops down. Yeah. That is unnerving, man. I took a photo of it. Yeah, like I tried to <laughs> step on it and I was like, Ugh. yeah, spooked. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Too, too not good with heights for this one. What I, the other thing that's uh, very much Japan and nowhere else is like you'd walk through an area like like at the Sky Tree, right? You're going through, and it's like this is a very touristy like normal thing, and then like in the middle of it, apropos of nothing, is like, we're doing a Genshin Impact collab. <laughs> so this room looks like a temple and then you can take like photos. There's like slimes and stuff and you can buy yeah, like the photos merch. Were good. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this yeah. is some, this is Japan only. Like nowhere else on the earth is like, yeah, here's this very famous Eiffel Tower collabed with Genshin Impact. It's like, what the fuck? There's nothing. There's I will say, in terms of collabs, there was a uh, there was a theme cafe in Ikebukuro that I was able to corral some other Dallas people to go with uh, for review Starlight. Yeah. And um, we got away with all of the review merch that we could have. <laughs> nice. And uh, it was very theme cafes are a fun experience, but. Yeah. I was glad that I didn't have to go back the next day because we, we just got all the merch. We like yeah. all we all rolled the various things that you could roll in Until essence. So you just got it. Yeah. No, we oh, it was just like the on entry roll. Yeah. We got all three of the placemats that we wanted. Nice. We bought all the food. That got you like coaster rolls. Yeah. And we yeah. got all the coasters that we wanted. And we had to trade one. And then we did one of the gotchas for like photo cards. Yeah. And we got basically all the ones that we wanted. And it was just like bang, yeah. bang, boom. Who needs we, to uh, come back? That that's cool. I so we went to the we did the the Eorzea Cafe for Final Fantasy. 14. Oh yeah, 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 we went to, yeah. And uh yeah, we I like we got some of the stuff we wanted, but like you'd have to go a few times to like get all the coasters and stuff. And uh Ellie won the the third the place. Oh, the uh, third place one. The oh, that's gold good. saucer, which is like the, you know, it's like a pin or whatever. But it was cool. And yeah, yeah. Like, it, no, stuff like we that were, is very cool. So we were there when we went. Yeah. We were like, so we've all just had the honey toast downstairs, <laughs> waiting for the final fantasy oh, one oh, to open. Oh, you went to the yeah, the place on the first floor or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we get up there and we get our coasters. Yeah. And we look at the menu. Yeah. And then we realize that if we stick around for the golden saucer, and if we somehow win first <laughs> we're not gonna be able to last we wanted to eat ramen later we we're like we can't eat the new honey toast 
Yeah, no, it's huge too. The for context, they did a a lottery at the Eorzea Cafe, and as referenced before, the third place was like pins and stuff. Second place was some other thing. First place was a fucking Final Fantasy Honey Toast. Yeah, that was massive. It was somehow bigger than the ones we had gotten downstairs. Which, by the way, when I ordered Honey Toast, I was expecting like you know a piece of toast and honey i was confused why we were like spending like 10 bucks on this honey toast no no yeah they go ham this thing was like a four-walled like bread bowl of yeah. toast with like little toast croutons inside all covered up in honey and whipped cream and like somebody else got the maple one so it was like maple honey on top of that one and it's just like yeah, Just no. Japan, absolutely decadent. Japan's toast goes hard. Yeah. Dude. And somehow, covered in whipped cream, this toast was still toast. It, like, it was still, like, crunchy enough. It didn't get soggy. Yeah. It was crazy. I was like, I can't believe I'm eating this, but, man, I want to eat ramen later. Like, this is going to be hard. <laughs> yeah, the hardest part of the whole food experience is, like, realizing that your stomach has finite capacity. I still ate at least five times a day. It's crazy. And I'm proud of that. We went to get uh, souffle pancakes. Yeah, 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 nice. That was crazy good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly where like where to go back to. That place was amazing. Okay, I got to go to your place because the one that I got was like, okay. Yeah, no. It was, it was pretty was, good. I mean, it was stacked like full like 17 Ooh. inches tall. Wow. Like, like the triple up. Oh, okay. Yeah, get yeah. a load of this guy. He got the triple souffle pancakes. Yeah. The boys but, are stacked. Yeah. But um, all the people that we met at Worlds, um, we got to meet a bunch of viewer or a bunch of listeners. And like, it was nice to meet all of you, yeah, including the people that like uh, the one guy. You talked to him like at the end of the semifinals. I don't remember his name. I don't remember anybody's name actually. It's yeah. actually horrible. Yeah, our name skills are weak. But... Um, uh, but we, I remember your face. If you go to Worlds <laughs> next year, I'll say hello. My God, God willing. Um. Everybody at Worlds and at the Weiss Ice that we'll talk about in a second. Uh, really good to meet y'all. Um, it was very funny. It was like round one. Like I was just like talking about how like we got locals round one match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and somebody next to me is like, you know, your voice sounds familiar. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, on God, who'd you've heard my voice? And I like took a moment too. I like forgot that I ran a Weiss podcast and I was like, where would this guy have heard my voice? Oh! <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's right. I read a podcast. Yeah. we got, There were several um, listeners that were uh, from Europe and, and like places that we don't get to go super often. Yeah. Um, so that was really nice. Um, I noticed like... Uh, one of, the, one of the side benefits for the refresh point of uh, having a world champion is like all of our uh, subscriber metrics took a nice uptick. <laughs> they did not take that much of an uptick. We got like a five subscriber uptick. Listen, listen, listen. That's an uptick. <laughs> that's just the, that's the diff right there. <laughs> the world champ diff. Uh, five whole subscribers. You well, love to see considering it. our normal metrics, like, you like to see it. You love to see it. But uh, um, <laughs> yeah, it was um, I didn't get to go to the ice event. The ice event was the, the after so, tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the day after I went to what 
I think afterwards gets started getting called the Weiss Ice or the Weiss International Cultural Exchange. <coughs> and uh, that was sick. Um, it was a very well-run event. There were like a bunch of JP players and a bunch of like Worlds players and other players that while they didn't uh, qualify to Worlds, they had previously like done well at regionals got yeah, like yeah top a top whatever right sure and we were organized into groups there's like a group stage with a round robin at the start the winner of each group got into the top eight yeah um and I... they had name tags for all of us that you know sorry bushiroad but my boy zabutan over here got you beat we're soundly these name tags were crazy they had the profile pic that we sent them they had our, if we were international, they had our like English name and the katakana underneath it. Yeah, yeah. So that the JP players could like read out our name in like the kanji or whatever. And then in vice versa. So like it was a JP player, they had like the kanji and then, and then they had a Romanized name yeah, underneath yeah. so that all of us plebeians could read their names out. That's great. And they had like our relevant achievement, like on the name tag, it was like, hey, this guy won this, 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 right. you know? And this guy won this is this and here's a qr code for their socials so you can go follow them wherever and that's I was like, super cool that's Whoa. probably actually what led to all the subscriber increase like let's be real <laughs> um but that's super cool like yeah i'm definitely gonna make i hope they do it again next year it seemed like it was successful yeah um, it was really it was really cool and then i would after I would... the round robin we just did a bunch of like free play yeah and i ended the day basically just playing like i played more than i played at like any day ever i played like 15 games of weiss that day because i checked into the hostel after that yeah and when i checked into the hostel you know who else was in my dorm another weiss player nice can it, uh, the third place from canada i believe um or or some place from canada that qualified with the eight standby atla yeah and so we played like five games right then and there nice or four games or whatever and so yeah, it was just a day of Weiss for me, all all around. Um, yeah, I definitely very cool. I wanted to work it in, but like my schedule was just so so packed already. When I by the time I heard about it, I was like, well, like I don't think it's gonna fit next year. I'm definitely gonna like force that to happen so that I, I hope they do it again because I me too. I would love to yeah. participate. Yeah, um, I think it was it was very well run, like very well organized. You know, good amount of like staff managing everything. They got recordings of like at least four of the groups around, so we have recordings. Yeah, and super up good soon. price support, right? Yeah, they yeah, were like, like judge you know, promos, judge and... promos, some cash. Some somebody put in like 200k yen into the prize pool last minute. Nice, it was like yeah. really cool. That's fantastic. Shout out to Zabuton and. Uh, I think Yatu was one of the JP organizers and everybody else that organized it. I can't think of their names off the top of my head, um, but it was really well run. And Darcy, uh, who have to organize it as well. Um, yeah, really yeah. sick. Um, so after after the round robins, yeah, um, went 7-Eleven, got like a tea, fried chicken skewer, got like a taiyaki from a different stand outside. Yo, in. And um, unfortunately, our boy Katsuo, uh, who qualified from our group, got knocked out in top eight. But right. he was down to play for some more free games. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's go through some rounds. Like two games in, I was like, oh, wait, 
I've got Guilty Gear. Yeah, you can play some English exclusives right here while uh, we're in town. And I bring out my, my Kai Mei list, right? And this guy, he's playing Alice Gear Aegis, you know, which famously gets a standby out, and then you get out, fuse out like a 3 2 that heals on attack or burns on attack, and like. You can do some real heal looping shenanigans at that point because if the board goes unanswered you're just like heal down to every turn you know keep up our deck compression and all that noise yeah and um in guilty gear there is a character named chip xanoff um a ninja a ninja yeah. president you could say yeah and the card dedicated to that specific concept concept chip ninja president uh, in the set is a 2-1 that on play you can discard a card any card and discard a Guilty Gear character from the memory to spawn a second Chip Xanoff from yeah. the waiting room yeah meaning that for just one stock and if you you know had two chips in hand so that you could discard a chip just to play it back out you could have two characters that gain 6k into level 3s plus two soul into level threes and have no event no backup attached to them yep that's what that card is good at and so it was in this moment after he had spawned out two three twos this alice gear deck yeah, yeah. and i'm sitting at level two that i finally realized by god this is it. Yeah. <laughs> there, are, I'll say this. There are a few feelings in Weishwartz quite like watching a game state develop while holding the card that is going to like just break it into a million pieces. It it was literally the funniest thing in existence. And shout out to this guy, by the way, because you know he's a very good player and like he definitely just got blindsided from the other side of the world yeah. by this card that will literally never matter to his meta. No. <laughs> but he's like reading the card and it's useful. They have like, I wish we had a thing like that, or maybe we do, I guess we do. I guess it's like Encore decks, but they have an app that let them look at the English cards and have the kanji translations for them. Huh. And it was actually really well organized. It was like pretty quickly searchable from what I could tell. Yeah. I don't uh, know what app it is. There but are like, some Weishwartz apps that we don't have. Like I see them. That app was looked really good. Yeah. And so, and so, you know, I answer it once and then the next game he gets up the board and also to assist. So he's like, this one's a 13-5 and this one's a 14-5. And I was like, hear me out. I have a Ramethal. And I could hold this choice climax for next turn, or I could answer your only way of like pushing extra damage besides the burn brainstorm right now. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, man, that brainstorm is so good. It gets memory. It's a power pump. It's salvage. I was like, yeah, it's a $40 card. And they were like, $40. That's, that's like 6k yen. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Not unheard of, but definitely not not common in today's game, that's it, for sure. It was, you know, I think out of all of the moments that that happened at the International Cultural Exchange, that was one of the very, in my eyes, that was one of the very best, like, English to JP, like, cultural exchange moments that happened. That was just like, huh. So this card gets 
12 fibers level threes, eh? Yeah. Nothing like. And there's a brainstormer that power pumps on climax play, you say? Yeah. <laughs> um, we kind of backseated the actual world event. <laughs> we sure um, did. But just to talk about that briefly, um, <laughs> it was uh, it was well run. Like I know, you know, props to Bushi Road. Um, I thought in general it was it was run pretty well. It was um, actually run pretty well. The registration what? part of it was not super great. Um, yeah. Like the day before, it was like uh, they kind of didn't organize the space correctly. Like they had all the tables out for the tournament play, but then they're like trying to make us all get close to the registration, and there's like four different games all registering yeah, for their worlds, yeah. and like the lines get just terrible. And um, so that, that I think honestly, the funny part was, you know, I'm tr like, it makes sense. This is a convention center, not yeah. a hotel room. Yeah. These were the worst chairs that we played in all all year. Oh, it wasn't a yeah, but it wasn't even a. I mean, it was a mixed use space. Yeah, but it definitely yeah. was like an office building with a yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so like, yeah, like, it's funny that out of all of the regionals and tournaments that we played in, these they really just had the foldable chairs out for us at the world tournament. Oh yeah, no, it's with the diagonal angle and like no padding, just like your ass on metal. Yeah, it was it was something. Uh, um, also, very tight play space. If I can be honest, like it was I didn't, very tight. I yeah. didn't use a mat all day. Really, like, there just was no room. I mean, there wasn't. To be fair, um, but. Uh, yeah, run really well. Uh, really good uh, judging and staff. Like, yeah, yeah, shout out sure. to everybody. Yeah, I mean. uh, the stream setups were really cool. Like they, yeah, they I didn't, I didn't get to play on stream. How was that? Yeah. Um. So I got two games on stream. They were both like very well organized. They came up to me like before the round actually started. They kind of didn't have it together in the first couple rounds, so they would like ambush people after they had already sat down. Oh yeah, yeah. Like there was one, the like I think around one or two, um, the stream game was the pairing next to me, and like they had already shuffled and like cut and mulliganed, and then oh, they were wow. like, oh yeah, no, you got to pick up all your stuff. We're gonna, <laughs> and they were like, ah, okay. Ah, but dang. um, but by the time like round four kind of came around, they kind of had it figured out. They were picking the pairings beforehand, mm -hmm. and so yeah, yeah. Um, that was good. Um. But yeah, it was like one of those things where you, you know, we get to top eight and um, I, I see, you know, I see that Billy's in top eight and we're kind of diagonal from each other. And we look at, we looked at the, you know, we looked at the, the way the pairings were going to go down beforehand and we were like, huh, all right. So if, as long as, you know, we both win, then we'll, we'll be, we'll meet each other. We won't meet each other till finals. And so we're like, that's cool. And so we sat diagonally from each other during top eight against two guys from Vancouver who were also sitting from each other diagonally. Right, yeah. And so we yeah. were kind of kibitzing about how they were from Vancouver and we were from DFW. And I think three people from Van the Vancouver area, not necessarily the city itself, had yeah. made top eight. And so we were like, wow, Vancouver, man, really strong environment. Hey, I'm just going to say full arrogance statement. If I had any winning in except for this guy sitting on this couch right next to me, We'd have three DFW players in the top eight. I'm just saying. Yeah, I was being it's respectful because I didn't know, you know how the top eight would go. And then it was just like easy to, oh, they're both gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, you guys are good, but not, I mean, not, not as good as us. <laughs> Come on. 
then Billy went and had the common decency to go and remove the other Vancouver players from the top <laughs> That's right. That's right. He Casually undefeated versus Vancouver. So Vancouver covered us. We got you. <laughs> uh, well, no. My other loss was to a Canadian player. I don't remember which area he was from, but... All good, all good. Safe. We still have net positive. And I will say... I did end with a higher record than he did, which screwed my tiebreakers to all hell and back, but I guess I got a higher record. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, it was just like, um, yeah, Billy had played on streams around before, and so he was over in the stream area while I was finishing up my top four game, and like, it was just a really nice feeling. You kind of come around the corner, and then we saw each other, and we were like, yeah, that's pretty great. Like regardless of who wins like dallas wins you know yeah and so like yeah it, it uh, is a pretty cool feeling that 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 kind of validating feeling you know it, that's that's what lets you get through the rest of you know when you're when you're not playing so well when things aren't going so well you're like well yeah but we're still amazing like the the region is still like the strongest region for weiss come at us we will fight you <laughs> and so now there's tons of definitive proof um there's no arguing like um, we did not miss a top eight in a regional this last season. No, and we got one two a world. So, I mean, sorry, California, <laughs> Canada, Australia, whoever you think you are. <laughs> You're not him. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm him. But, yeah. This is the most bragging that you've been like this entire like two week period yeah. after winning. Everybody wanted it, right? They wanted to like the the, sh the all the local shops. Everybody's been super kind and and very accommodating. But yeah, um, I I've been bad enough for long enough that I know that it doesn't last. It, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna win every event you get in. So you might as well be a little bit celebratory about the wins you do get. Yeah. So um, I will say on like a kind of sentimental moment uh so we were like kind of watching y'all stuff like outside of the stream area right yeah finals and like we saw an end it was like oh nice so let's wait for them to like get through whatever you know not sure like they're allowed to go out and stuff yet and then i heard like and then i heard in that moment i was so happy uh because you got out and you're like where's ben i was like ah, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> We fucking did it. Yeah. And so... Like, no, it was... We were belligerent. Yeah. It was, like, you know... And I'll touch on, like, my, like, kind of run in, like, Spike Corner a little bit later. Because this is definitely the longest breaking news segment we've ever run. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... But, yeah. Um... It was really cool. Um... And, again, uh... Thank you to everybody who listens. Uh, yeah, like I didn't like to be fair because like I was talking to somebody about it there actually isn't that much other like long form Weiss content regularly going on right now like um, I realized that when I was kind of looking around and poking around I was like oh there's really not that many other podcasts yeah it makes sense that <laughs> yeah that um, do, people do enjoy the podcast at least a little bit and so you know shout out to all of you guys um yeah, I mean, um, it's very nice. the only thing we can prove definitively from this is that if you run a Y Schwartz podcast and you're as good as me and Ben, then <laughs> you too could go to Worlds. All right, and now, and now I don't want to hear it, 
uh, until and unless uh, I can go claim the, the world title, but until and unless that happens, Steve, you are the better player on this podcast. <laughs> it looks like we can't argue about it. That's right. Can't For at least this it. year. For at least this year. It's me. It's you. It's me, baby. It's you. Um, uh, and so, after that, and yeah. at the end of quite literally the longest breaking news segment we will ever do. Probably. It's been 30 minutes. It's once a year news, Ben. I think we can get away with I it. I think we can get away with it. It's time to do a little ambitious deck building. Yeah, against our will for once. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we put out the commissions, and uh, some of you have obliged. Uh, and damn, that's rough. <laughs> I can only assume some of these are malicious in nature. <laughs> and in so, one case, I know it's malicious in nature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout out to our supporters, uh, Billy and John, who have decided to cash in their uh, ambitious deck building commission for the month. Um, and so we are starting on it. And also, shout out to, uh, I don't know if you want to be called by your actual name, Dark, uh, from California, who commissioned a Hololive fourth generation event list. And we are starting our playtesting on all of those lists. Some of you know. Actually, you all know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, so I've got yeah I've got a I've got a list for for the for the you know we scaffolded it together and then I started working on it privately a little bit. Um, I got Mr. Worldwide on it for you, Dark. All right. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll have it I'll have it for locals available this weekend. So um, I'll serve hands with it, and uh, and we'll see. We'll see if what we got is is worthwhile, but um, that that uh, that third list uh, that's gonna have to cook for a little bit. That's that's like the one JoJo's. Of those, that's that's a tough piece of meat. Uh, the other two lists are <laughs> a standby stock soul slime list with the set one Shizu climax snipe, uh, and the set one or set two standby Rimuru, uh, basically upgraded with new set three tech. Um, I've gotten actually a good amount of playtime on it already, but yeah. I want to get like two more locals in before we kind of really call it on uh, kind of what the list looks like. I played, I've heavily adjusted it actually since I played it against you, Steve. You know, when I saw it, I thought at first blush it was pretty, it was pretty doable. Oh yeah, no, it definitely is. Honestly, the funny part is kind of realizing that you kind of don't want to play Shuna because Shuna means less reverse targets. Yeah. And, uh, it's like you need your ones to get run over a little bit before yeah, you get yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get our let our ones. And so, like going back to the tech of like Ramrus to kind of have fake hand advantage, yeah. and like, and it, it like all synergizes, right? Ramrus gets you the fake hand advantage. You have a lot of stock because you have the stock combo, and then the Ramrus target goes to memory so that they can't run into all three lanes. Right. And then you get down the Shizu, and then you memory two climaxes. And then, you know, if one of them gets stuck in their hand and one of them gets stuck in their stock, this Shion right here says burn four shot. Yeah, no, it's 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 definitely a real deck. The thing is, is that the what's what needs to be acknowledged about this whole thing is that slime has enough like innate hand advantage and off finishing to put very uh, like a ton of their stuff will just work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I'm 100 percent confident that we could build a Drago Buster deck that would work. Yeah, no, one hundred percent, and it would work very fine yeah. against everything except the most spiky peak top meta decks. It would perform perfectly fine, and yeah. even then, it would probably still perform okay. 
Like, that's how good that set is. Like, even if, if they come through and they drop the exact same restrict that they did in JP on the English slime set, like slime there is still be, good. There like, will be slime decks still. Yeah, like, like Muron doesn't become invalidated by that by the loss of that card, even if you decided to to keep going in that same build. Shizukat has already proven it. He's yeah. been running this wind pants list yeah, to using great Yama. joy. Yeah. yeah, using the and I'm I'm kind of mad that I don't get as much time to like you know play test different builds of things. Sure, I've been thinking about this three rules Rimuru for a long time, and I was like. What context does this work in, really? And, uh, but like, and I didn't really get the chance to really like throw it into something. Be like, what the heck could I accept throwing this fucking 1 0 event in to make it better? Right. Like, this. Turns out. It's this. It's this. We just set up Muron with it. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course. Like, it makes perfect sense once it's happened. But I was like, huh. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. she's got, um, and and the chairman man like they're they're always cooking some very fine cuisine out there in, in <laughs> yeah. southern california but yeah um, but um so yeah i mean i should make you do the jojo's commission honestly considering how no much he, he told i he know. told you they, to they spec it. i know but they, what i will say is that having you, already been a jojo's enjoy that's the thing is for that, yeah. like two years you've got all the experience um i can already give you like all of the relevant pieces yeah to tinker the ratios with yeah and so it's even easier because he's locked you into two climaxes <laughs> what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna build it without any help at all and oh, then, oh that's what you and then i'm do. gonna show it to you and i'm gonna be like does this look good and you're gonna be like interesting I actually no, but I'm actually curious on what that looks like. Yeah. So, so actually, I'm not gonna say anything. Right I'm kind of yeah. I'm kind of okay, excited. Then, like, yeah, see if me... I can pick out the cards that you think. Yeah, should yeah. Should be in there. Correct. Yeah. No, no, no. Actually, yeah. So then I will say absolutely nothing at this time. <laughs> but what I will say is that I've been playing recently a deck utilizing some of the set's unique mechanics. Yeah. Um, and it turns out, if you can just block a little bit early game. Memory and marker compression in tandem is a non-trivial amount of compression. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, you know, if we just find a way to fix the fact that we'll never have hand ever, you know, as long as we can fix that, I mean, <laughs> so it kind of works out. <laughs> yeah. So, um, if if you didn't see it or you're or you're not fully aware, um. Bushi Road announced a reprint of the of the Bizarre Adventure True. set, right, Frank? True. So, um, if if you're a fan of JoJo's, you gotta feel like you're eating good, because I'm that gonna reprint. Get, I'm gonna get into this reprint. The I reprint like, is means what? Uh, the, like, I just in, need double rares. Yeah. I'm actually just missing so many double rares and random crap. But it does mean that the extra JoJo sets that were released in Japan. Yeah, part those, six, part three. Those feel very imminent now yeah and like, those sets are really some some spice yeah uh, so made I, in heaven i you know, faced i faced uh some builds of it and did and you face the build that lets you get a second turn no so <laughs> so i i faced yeah. the the yeah. Eight pants variety of it yeah you, yeah you, but but soon steve you'll have to face face getting second turned on That's not just restan a second turn 
That's really weird. <laughs> and it doesn't sound good. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm guessing whatever that costs is probably a lot. Uh, honestly, I'm just curious enough. Let's just go live and take a look at it. Because I don't really want to talk about the other JoJo's tech while you've said that you want to go into it blind. But, uh... I've seen enough of the JoJo set to where I won't be completely blind, but I definitely won't have any help. Yeah, yeah. Um... And so while I look this up, what is the Hololife fourth generation event list looking like? So the thing is, is that the fourth gen has already got like a, a, some good stuff going for it. Um, and the main thing that it has going for it that's good is um, a deck we know, a deck we love, a deck we've all faced a thousand times probably in any sort of competitive meta. It's Kanata. And the Kanata package. Um, so we have we have Kanata, um, and all those parts are all fourth gen, and everything that supports it is fourth gen. So that's really important. Um, so that core package is all very good, and we the the commission was to create the most competitive deck possible, not the most unique deck possible. So we're not going to try and reinvent too many wheels here. We're going to take the Kanata package. We're going to pair it with the Marine package because that's the package that works the best with it. Um, though there is some temptation to play it with Kanata Gura um, until it gets nerfed. But I don't know that we can afford all of that is the biggest thing. Um, so I'll probably try it both ways. But my gut tells me that I can't afford the fourth generation event and also Gura. Um, so... I think it's going to end up being a modified style Kanata Marine list. We're going to put in some tech to deal with Chainsaw Man um, because that set is um, right around the corner, breathing down our necks, ready to reform the meta as of tomorrow. So um, starting tomorrow, uh, we have to care about that set. And so um, we're going to include some tech to uh, annoy that deck and make it sad. And we're going to include some of the fourth generation synergy mechanics, um, specifically the Kanata Brainstorm and the Watame Zero that will make our fourth generation event uh, hopefully easier to, to pull off. So, I mean, yeah, like discard two is better than discard three. Way better, like a lot better. Yeah. Um, and it turns out if we have this card that says just like take two cards from our waiting room and jam them into our hands It's it feels like it has to be easy And we have this card that says sack a guy and like check top three and like add one and stock one and get rid of the other It feels like it has to be easy enough to get combo pieces. Yes in this kind of deck I'm guessing that we will have no trouble finding a way to pull it off um, The question will be can we keep the game stable? That's always a question for Kanata decks. The other thing is we need to address the Chainsaw Man in the room. How are we going to beat this deck? How are we going to get pluses against this deck? Um, I think our traditional strategies uh, of just jamming Encore guys may not work very well. But I mean, we have this perfectly good zone bomb yeah. that powers up our Ina yeah. that gets advantage right here. Yeah, so that's so. what we're, we're going we're gonna to ship the deck a little more blue than, than it was before. Mm -hmm. um, but hopefully uh, what we have at the end of the day is um, something a little bit spicy, but definitely still workable. All right. And so how so do I Steve. get another turn? <laughs> All right, Steve. And so it's very flavorful. That's um, good. Spoiler alert, I guess, <laughs> for JoJo's part six. But the stand made in heaven does this thing where it like accelerates time. Okay. And so like. The whole world gets accelerated or whatever, whatever. Sure. I don't really know. The combo here, it's not a choice. Pay eight 
Okay. Discard four cards. Got it. Send the choice climax from the climax area to the waiting room. At the start of your encore step, if this is on the front row, you may pay the cost. If you do, take another turn after this one. Huh. Do you lose the game after? No. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and remember, this is at the start of the encore step. Right. So, like, presumably you spent three stock or you get three stock from the attack yeah so you only have to go in with five stock into the attack step well we got to pay for this guy i assume yeah we got to pay for this guy he's a three two so mm. seven stock right going into the going into the turn right but i mean the extra boosters come with a whole lot of advantage cards and all that nonsense and uh yeah this does not sound good you could make it work my worry here is um we need other level threes and we also need something that makes this sound better than just attacking six times <laughs> that's because true that doesn't sound good <laughs> that's true that's true that's true so we're gonna but there is there is, i believe there is stuff but it's more of just like you know the I, funny yeah no i love when bushi road goes uh ham on something that's like very unique flavor for the set but see and the funniest part about it is that if you can actually somehow feel the board like on this turn you get to make their board go away and then swing into the empty board on yeah. your second turn yeah <laughs> so it's one of those things that like i'm sure will win some games but practically has there's this, like other finishers there's and like there's other way good better stuff. Finishers. yeah yeah but it's very it is, funny it is it's very funny. I love when Bushi Road leans into funny stuff. Yeah. And so, so but yeah, lean into so cringe for, stuff that bothers me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So into the cringe the cringe area, there's part five still. Yeah. And so you'll need to use the set the I guess it's the set one. It's so confu it's gonna be so confusing yes. with JoJo's. The set one focused around part five. Right. Um wind and bar combo. Right. That's that's what I've been tasked for. The wind combo is a two cigarettes combo, level one. Yeah. And the bar combo is a double combo, which has a bunch of interactions that you can read up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like one of them goes to memory, and then the other something one, goes like, to memory. Yeah, the other guy gets on like reverse, blind yeah. stock, salvage the level three. Yeah. The level three, pay two, ditch two, burn four, minus three k to a guy. Yeah. It's all very fine. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm sure we'll figure it out. Yeah, but thank you um, for those commissions. Um, we make them sound like a chore, but really they financially support us. So and we're also very great. They actually are quite fun. Yeah, <laughs> we do love playing white shorts. This do. is it's a good way to get us out of our just jam the spike deck that we have on hand every single local. Right. And speaking uh, of the spike deck, I it's think it's time. time. Yeah, to come back, back home, back where we belong, a place that makes sense. A place we're comfortable. I think it's time for us to get back to the very familiar DFW Spike Corner. It is. And so, you know, we, we've we done this more and more recently, but yeah, we were putting all the good content at the very end. You know, just you got to listen all the way through for, for all of our thoughts. We're tired of you scamming our YouTube metrics for <laughs> all of our good content. You're just going to have to listen to us. Uh, <laughs> so you have to absorb some of this bad content. That's okay, though. Definitely. It's it's definitely bad. It's de We definitely haven't been paid to make more of the quote-unquote bad content. True. <laughs> but in any case, um, uh, so going over at the very some of the deck choices a little bit because... Yeah. People have been comparing it with the um, the savior list yeah. uh, as well, uh, whereas 
slightly different. You know, he has like the Cart Titan stuff so, in there. And yeah, some so other we, things. I kind of referenced it on the the podcast before Worlds, where the root the you know I focused most of my time. Um, once I, you know, um, I had help putting the build together. Um, I will not take credit for this deck. This isn't my deck. Um, I helped iterate on it. That's my strength usually. Um, but yeah. like the initial build of it was sent to me. Our um, boy Riaz. Yes, by a by a, a two-time world champion. <laughs> and so he built it as an exercise for his friend. And so when I first saw it, I was like, yep, yeah, this is it. This is this thing's got legs. And we made some adjustments along the way. But ultimately what we arrived at was we arrived at the deck a long time ago. And I've just been hard jamming the exact same cards. I think I changed one card in the last month and a half of playtesting. So I focused all of my energy on refining my own plays. The savior list is the iterative list that I definitely thought could exist. Where he's incorporated red, he's incorporated the Anya, he's incorporated the the Reine for better, like more consistent, like hand setups. Like that's definitely the direction that this deck could go and succeed and did succeed. Um, he opted into different choices than I opted into. Um, I, in particular, he opted for um, better cards to get climaxes and more uh, di color diversity. Um, I ultimately decided that um, I had climaxes in hand all the time anyway, and plus I believe in the Hollow Ian's number one detective. So um, I never really had that much trouble getting climaxes, especially late game. Um, but he played uh, like the Climax Getter and and some other cards that, that would smooth off any of those like weird rough edges that you can have in late games. Um, but I felt like his deck took more risks with the with the resources than mine did. Um, and so I could see how you would end up in a state where, like, you didn't have enough to, like, get there. Um, but, yeah. Uh, one of the, one of the surprising things was, like, how, how normal all the stuff was, like, from, from all the decks I faced. There wasn't very many decks I didn't think would be there, um, or that were playing things that I didn't know what they were um i faced a guilty gear deck in round one the only guilty gear deck i faced and it was literally playing no level one combos it huh. ran the potential interesting it ran the potemkin three the uh -huh. soul three and the um standby bike in two right and so like the whole his whole game plan was basically like option select the finisher in case reasons like one right. for yeah. one for when the game's close and one for when the game's far and then um you know uh use the standby and then he was running the two one zato that spawns clones of itself yeah he used that as like the stabilizing tool to like keep the game plus bike in to keep the game steady so that you can you know get there with wh whichever of your finishers are getting there and so um I thought it was a unique, interesting deck. Um, the game kind of tailspun um, in deck one. He just blocked a whole bunch early, which is like the biggest curse in White Schwartz. Right. Um, yeah. Because then you're you know you're set up to take a crap load of damage, especially in a deck like that, which doesn't have like super great deck speed. You just get clobbered all the time. Um, but he stabilized the game with Zato pretty well, and like it ended up getting uh, more competitive than I thought it would. But I thought that build was interesting, um, and I didn't really anticipate it. Everything else I faced was very normal. 
um, you know, it was bar standby Atla, it was the slime standby build, it was the, you know, um, eight standby Hall Live, the eight standby Nino, like, if anything, um, yeah, it felt all very comfortable. Stuff I'd seen plenty of times before, so that was, that was nice. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it, it was a great day, what can I say? True. Uh, and on the other hand, uh, I also went <laughs> to the World Finals, and I alluded to this before, but more explicitly, I did lose the winning end to Steve. It just kind of hurt. Um, I'm sorry. I was definitely, yeah. Uh, oh, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I have to break it out. I said this out loud. I don't remember what context it was in. Like, shortly afterward, and this really did describe, like, at the heart of anguish, like, how I felt at that time. Because people were, like, coping. They were like, oh, if your tiebreakers are good, you might get in. X2s get in. But I was like, I understood what the world had dealt me. And it was that I had lost the winning end. And so I had lost. Um, that's right. This is the most excruciating emotional pain I have ever felt in my existence. And I think this could only be topped by being painfully heartbroken with at the end of a 10 year relationship. And I walked around and like played like a game or two and was just completely mentally broken for like an hour and a half. <laughs> like, uh, I that like, like there was a reason why I left pretty quickly. Like yeah. after like yeah. I knew, cause like you and Billy had gotten in. So I was like, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I can't be here. <laughs> I can't be here right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, and that speaks to like your level of commitment to the game, and and it is. I mean, and like it's motivating. You know, and kind of to be fair, you know, y'all know who y'all were during Swiss. I did scam the fuck out of like two of you, so like, <laughs> like there is that, right? <laughs> <laughs> like double Shion can scam many people, and like man, y'all got scammed the fuck out of. But uh, it was Ben yeah. is underselling how close I was to getting scammed. <laughs> he yeah, you had three in like sixteen. Like, yeah, I was like two four, two four, <laughs> three and sixteen. I can only double Shion. There's not really a better play to go for the compression and like deck movement that he I doesn't have access know it's to. three and sixteen. By the way, he I think it's four and sixteen. I think this is the biggest hail mary like ever, and he gets the blocks right so that he can live. And I was like, that's fair. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I thought it was pretty good. Um, was there anything is you faced that was oh, atypical? Um, I believe like the Romanized name is Hakase, who, who plays for um, uh, WCC. Okay, he was playing something that he, Zabuton, and others had cooked up. It was eight pants slime with the uh, set to level zero reamer, right? That gives one five to the center, and I definitely ran head first into that card and he was like my guy's a 9k and i was like you're right that's my bat uh anyways i'm gonna front for less <laughs> yeah uh which like the deck did operate very well like i was pretty impressed by how well it operated you know it pretty it got to the triple miron pretty well like the only thing about it was that he didn't i don't think he got shuna in that game uh, it didn't end up mattering, but it's kind of like it was weird seeing how the stock interacted. Yeah, it seemed to be like It could be okay on stock, but 
could not be kind of depended it was really good at getting the Muron because right. you have the bonder and then the combos like you only do it once but it's mill up to three and grab level equal to characters milled right and so like for the most part you're gonna get a second Muron off of this combo sure so like you'll it's pretty easy to guarantee that you'll have Muron all the time um but he definitely had just like the most unfortunate like trigger setup imaginable where i was just like and that's climax number seven and that's climax number eight and that's like eight clean cards all right double Sheon, here we go Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I think one of the things that Muron, um, or not Muron, but I think one of the things that gets kind of masked by um, some of the things that Slime does is how reasonable most of the stuff from set two and three is. Like, oh, yeah. Like, good enough for a lot of sets to just play, and with the Muron top, like, with Muron plus their top end, like, a lot of stuff will work. Honestly, the addition, not even of just Benny Mara. Yeah. I would say that the existence of the Shion from set three makes so many things viable in this set. Like, beyond belief. Because for six stock and um, a four-card hand yeah. that includes two Shions going into your level three turn, Yeah, it looks like draw, clock, jam double Shion, move up a guy, swing three times, and you have like a halfway decent finishing board. Well, that's the thing is that like double Shion, not for nothing, that's basically like double Lloyd at home. Yeah. And like, if you it's look at the- It's slightly, it's arguably better because the burn one happens on the burn four and the vanilla swing. Right, exactly. And the thing is, is that if you look at the mathematics on like Lloyd, the, the mathematics on that card are very good. Yeah. And like you're like yeah. triple Lloyd will kill you. Oh yeah. Like super kill you. And like triple Lloyd is not very far off from triple Gura in a lot of deck setups. And so like it's it's equally difficult to pull off, but maybe not equally. It might be slightly easier because they have some easing mechanisms for it. Yeah, yeah. The Yor and the event. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's ways. Way. But like if you get it, like your opponent is in uber danger. Like but but that's the thing. Even if you get two, you're still in danger. Yeah, and because and the, the Shion is just so unreasonable in this option. It's like you have you can have two for very very cheap. Yeah, and the thing is is that like it's guaranteed whatever's in the third slot is something else that's doing damage to you. It's either Milam or it's Benny Maru and it's like okay, so I paid 7 and now it's Burn one vanilla, burn four, burn four vanilla, vanilla. If any of these cancel, burn one also. It's like, yeah, you're like, that's super dangerous. And so like those cards will prop that deck up ad infinitum. It doesn't matter what they restrict. Like as long as you can play Muron into some of that stuff, then like whatever's on the front end may not be very good, but it will be workable. As It'll be as enough. You, yeah, as long as you have Muron, like even if the even if you could never play Shuna again, Muron is still a stock neutral hand fix. That's also eleven five. Like that's we take those. Also, we, we definitely take and those. Especially in slime, you take out Shuna, and what do they fall back to? 
fucking potion master yeah it's like now they're just like fucking rich beyond belief yeah and you'll start to see you know what else you'll start to see healers where it'll be like yeah that deck can't heal that's kind of that kind of sucks and they'll be like well i can now <laughs> because i've got a little more room and the red color slot seems a little less full <laughs> so we can uh jam some shunas in there to fill that gap yeah. and it's like yeah of course they can and they can use potions to fill in the stock gap yeah, and they can use potions to heal anyway. Yeah, so it's just... Yeah. <laughs> that deck's going to be fine, y'all. It's really going to be fine. Even if they do a restrict prior to Springfest, that deck's going to be fine. Yeah. I'm a little concerned that they haven't announced a, anything in yeah, that Yeah, I that mean, space. we might just have no restrict We're going to have the wildest Fest. meta imaginable coming into Springfest. <laughs> like, this you is... You know, it's funny. I saw Zabutan, uh, he tweeted out earlier that... When he had shown like the English tier list to some of the JP players, they're like, "Why is an Overlord above slime?" Yeah, like and... I assume it's incomprehensible to them <laughs> why that deck isn't good. It's so funny. Um, I should have mentioned it earlier in our new second, but something is in the water over there, guys. They do block more than us, and if you go there, you'll block more too. I brought an Uma Musume deck to the event and i was just a poor pilot of it i'll say it right out poor pilot bad misplays got my head got my ass whooped nice to meet you uh katsuo rintaro uh long uh i think it was hato koko everybody there it's very cool to meet you oh did you get to meet rintaro yeah nice i saw the mat i was like rintaro oh. the goat <laughs> go, go to my twitter uh i even though i don't play jp i like to see your deck list <laughs> bro that's the guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. But um, in any case, um, my one win was versus Retard. Nice! <laughs> because he got super... And it's so disgusting how compressed they can be. He's <laughs> playing an Oshinoko deck. He refreshes 5 and 14. Because he has 6 cards in stock and like 7... No, he has like 7 or 8 cards in stock and 6 cards in memory. And like a full hand and like 5 in clock. And I was like, ah... Yeah, no, that, yeah. they The game is different there. No, and it's so crazy. Like, I had so many more turns at level one, level two, just in general. I had a game where I had three turns at level one, and I was like, what do I do with myself? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a weird feeling um, because the game has been so accelerated for so long, but part of the restricts um, that, that have happened in JP, um, they've kind of like they've made it a little easier to play the game early um because part of like what's happening with the current english meta is that because there's so much power at level two there are decks that are like hard accelerating towards it as fast as possible and so part of that acceleration is not only damaging yourself for advantage but jamming climaxes on your opponent repeatedly so that you can accelerate the entire game like you need the game to be fast like for the first half and then you want it to slow I down. think part unironically part of the reason that Overlord is less good here is that Avatar also exists as yeah. like another huge yet another acceleration deck right um, like and they the have ability... so many good cards that like yeah, screw yeah. you over yeah yeah where it's like minus 500 to all is like kryptonite for that deck and so you have to start playing very carefully with your with your zeros because you're like well they'll just blow them up with the this guy so i have to use clean cuts and like you gotta you have to get very dancey with it and so yeah 
Um, it is it is a little bit different to see their perspective because that yeah it feels like they it feels like they take the game a little differently than we do. But it's yeah it's definitely a real thing. Like I don't like I played the Uma deck in like regular like English locals before leaving too. And it was yeah. Like, and it worked fine in that same instance of like a more accelerated game state of I do the one combo, I have like a turn at two to fit her around, maybe one extra turn at either of those levels, and then I'll do the level three, and you know, it all kind of works out. And then I was just transported into, except for the one game where I got blocked at zero, couldn't yeah. do the one combo, eat all the damage, go yeah. to level two. Like besides, and even then I had like two turns at two in yeah. that game, which is like, wow. Obscene. yeah. Yeah. Like, there's just games where I'm just like, okay, I never spent this many turns early on before, I should probably fix my hand a little bit. Yeah, you're better. like sculpting the wrong hand, because yeah. you're like, yeah, yeah, okay, we're gonna play one turn at one, and then one turn at two, and you're just like, then you block at one, and you're like, wait, no, stop, hang on, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that to happen, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's crazy. Um, That's interesting, I, uh, yeah. I, I wish I had gotten to I wish I'd gotten to play more yeah. um, in those in those setups. But um, going back to what I was mentioning before, this Springfest meta is gonna be buck wild, crazy. Because we're Holy adding shit. two more meta decks to what is ostensibly the top, the higher end of the meta, and of course the peak of the meta. So we're gonna add Chainsaw Man. This deck is going to be the new Alice, the new Overlord. Everyone is gonna spend their entire existence hard <laughs> hating this deck, like finding the cards in their set to fuck this deck over. Like everybody is reaching for their level one cost zero zone bonds. <laughs> yeah, it's Anybody one of those. Anybody has them, just go find them out. <laughs> it's gonna be just like Alice. We're like, there's not gonna be a good answer, but there's going to be an answer, and you're like, okay, how much can I pervert my deck to try and win this matchup without inting all the other ones? But the thing is, like, from talking with some of the Chainsaw players in Japan as well, and some of the people who've been playtesting it even before, like, it's gonna become like a player, like a skill issue, in that, like, if you're a good enough Chainsaw player and you see the deck with answers to yeah. the Kishibe wall coming, you just don't, you just don't do it. You just don't do it. Yeah. And then you can still set up everything and have your exact game plan anyway. Yeah, the thing about the thing about it is is that um it helps to have linear lines of gameplay going into the game. So like Chainsaw Man's advantage is that it has very like linear play strategies at one, two, and three. It's like at one I want this dude, at two I want this dude, at three I want this dude. Yeah. And then all throughout I get this event that makes it happen. And then I get I have Letha which is like an unreasonable mechanic. Bushi Red, please stop printing it. <laughs> but, um, or don't print it on good characters. Put it on some dude with 500 power that has no other ability. That's fine. They'll still play it, but it won't be so obscene. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things where you have these great setups for all this stuff to happen, but you have to acknowledge that the game is going to push like your play lines in directions. So you can't just force it. You know, it's like, well, I have to have Triple Kashibe. I promise you will lose games trying to get Triple Kashibe. It's the same way as anything else, where it's like, you have to have Triple Aki. That's it. Everything else is kind of, and you need the event. Everything else is kind of optional, and you need to play in the direction that the game is taking you. Yeah. Don't try to, like, it's cool that it's 10K, but, like, if your opponent answers it and you wasted all your hand fixing getting to 10K, like, you're kind of doomed. 
So yeah, it's another one of those things where like, yeah, Chainsaw Man's disgusting though. By the way, yeah, like, you know, if your deck is configured in just the white right way to die, like you, Scry, no, Scry, no, or no, actually, like this is a possible thing, right? They have three events, they attack with the Aki, which uh, for context is Icy Tail, but he can scry the bottom of your decks um, for each event in memory. Yeah. Uh, to waiting room. Yeah. And then he Icy Tails four and burns one for each climax he sees. Right. So it's like, there was an instance where I was finding one right after I got knocked out and he was like, scry, no. Scry, I'll keep it. Mill four, burn one twice. Scry again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mill that one. Yeah. Because you can it's order that. it however no, you want. No, it's that, it's that. It wouldn't be so bad if you couldn't go right back at it in between with the Aki combo. That's what makes it heinous. It yeah. is like, yeah. if you had to stop as soon as you saw a climax, then you wouldn't be able to get away with like the ridiculous numbers that you get away with. But the fact that you can go back into it, where you're like, I see a climax, guaranteed joy, I go, whatever I get is what I get, I scry some more, do I see another one? Cool, stop, combo again, and then you're just like, it just... The chance of you living from like two six or more is so low like unless you the funny thing is like if you quote unquote play to that yeah and try to like have an uncompressed ish like enough don't to, be obscene yeah, yeah d like uncompressed enough yeah and like pray that the climaxes are floated to the top but not to the very top so they get sniped by the burn ones but like you block all the vanillas like you can live for sure you can like, live against overlord too yeah all you need to do is block all the vanillas exactly the problem is blocking is that, all the vanillas yeah <laughs> the problem is there's a bunch of ones that come in and you're like uh, uh. <laughs> it's like reverse overlord where all the ones come in chew up all of your climaxes and then and you just then you get hit garbage. by the vanillas yeah yeah, that's yeah. Right. it's bad like it's bad they're both very disgusting finishers um it's just that aki happens to be a lot easier oh um, yeah he has hand on core too yeah so doesn't if you don't heal? win doesn't he heal i don't know i don't know can't be any worse yeah honestly the thing that makes it disgusting is that if it doesn't win he can just hand on core find the bar jam it again and not just that but um Bushi and, oh and they have a refresh punch yeah. so even if they pay for everything that the finisher only costs hand yeah. so they'll always have the stock to play the refresh punch after three hockeys yeah because even if they pay down the zero they just swing three times that's a refresh punch yeah that's three stock and the other thing is that's worth thinking about is um much like hull live part of the reason that my deck worked so well this like the secret sauce for for lack of a better term is that the green canada that lets you put um up to two cards from your hand to stock like let's let's not undersell ourselves like that was one of the most important tech cards in the whole deck and i won a lot of games off the back of that card but they had the uncommon decency to reprint that card for Chainsaw Man, where it's like not as good. You, um, how it works is you discard two cards. You can look at the top two cards of your deck and you can put up to one of them in your hand. And the rest go to stock. That sounds oh, a lot. That's a Bofrey profile. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. No, it's really good. I yeah. love that card. So that's two, that's, that's two stock for free on your turn. Okay, that means Aki's that you shouldn't be able to afford. Now, all of a sudden, guess what? You can. Oh, and I have Leafa, which means I can definitely pick it up. So, um, it's one of those things where, like, they 
I don't think they should print cards that allow you to like scam off whole turns of stock. That's probably not good for the game. Um, but they they did. So here we are again with it. Yeah. But um, that will allow you to get a, even like even if games aren't going super well, it's like well triple Aki is still just right around the corner. It's like all I need is this one guy, and I now I have a whole other turn worth of stock that I didn't have before. It's like okay, well I'm at six now. Here we go, triple guy, and you're like, right that seems balanced um <laughs> but yeah we it, haven't played that much with or against it so we'll, yeah we'll have we'll stronger, better we'll have stronger opinions during the next podcast about what we think about it um but yeah. uh based on what we saw in other regions it's going to be the boogeyman spikes family um we'll have more opinions on it during the next podcast but tldr this set is pretty good it's definitely reasonable it definitely can win yeah is it going to be at the top of the meta no but um, is it right below the top of the meta? Yes. Has a lot of good things going for it. Yeah. I mean, Nightfall maybe the best, just... maybe the best one combo ever printed. Like if it works, like assuming you have the markers, it's definitely like one of the best one combos ever printed. Exactly. But that's, that's kind of the thing about it that I've noticed. It's like you need it to work. Yeah. That's why you like, got to run eight pants. I'm, yeah. I'm convinced now. Like yeah, yeah. You, you can't, you got to run eight pants. Cause like if, anything bad happens to those markers like it's bad unpayable into stock directly i had a game the other day where they had three of the markers go into their clock right before their one combo turn yeah it's they cursed. were at it, one four with oh. three nightfall markers in their clock yeah it's cursed like that's super cursed but, but what yeah. can you do like what some, do you do sometimes bad stuff happens to you during games yeah but uh i purpose nothing else ha bad happening it's so fucking broken. <laughs> like rearrange top three after your attack. Uh, I'll put the block here. Uh, you're rearranging during both players' turns at the end. Of, like you're getting the exact deck state that's the most optimal from the top three cards of the deck at all points, which means you will get more blocks than you ever thought possible, and you will get more clean or whatever triggers you want. You need another pants? Cool. She's got you. You don't want another pants? Cool. Don't ever have to trigger that. Like. That is not like unless all three cards are pants, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you can also yeah. choose to just not add cards. So if you don't want to trigger them, you just whatever, don't add, and then you're then you trigger them instead. Yeah, yeah, and you just stand on them. And the the worst part is is that like with Anya, like seven five on defense with backups is hard to crack. Yeah, For and they a like lot to, of level one games. They like to run the stock punch. That's like. All right, well, now I'm a 10K, right? It's a 2-5 punch it's or is a it a 2K? 2K? 2K punch, even so, it's like... It's free. And I'm it a pays nine dirty five? stock. Yeah. yeah, cool. And if they have double brainstorm, it's worse. As soon as they get bond, it's worse. It's like 1,500 all. Uh, well, now they're 9K, so... Yeah. <laughs> that's tough, man. That's tough to crack. I know it is. It is. Zone bombs at level one have never been more profitable. Yeah. No, it, we're at peak zone bomb value or even level one bomb value. Like, yeah. just removing cards from the board at, right now for these two decks in particular is so, like, annoying. Chainsaw Man has way better recursion than Spy does. So if you can manage to get them off the board, like, they kind of struggle to, to rebuild it. As, as quickly and efficiently but um yeah super great combo love it 10 out of 10 no notes yep but yeah and so you know congratulations once again to our bcs 2023 world finals Weiss schwartz world champion uh i said world twice uh steven lafollette 
you'll get to rub that in at least another month. <laughs> yeah, the shops are doing it for me, to be honest. It's true, actually true. disgusting. Somebody put you in as world champion Steve into the tournament. Yeah, it's one of our stores that like, hasn't hasn't gotten to do hasn't got a bushy navy yet, but yeah. Oh, the titles are ignorant, yeah. by the way. Love so, it. um, yeah, context in Bushi Navi, if you didn't realize, there's titles that you can set for yourself. And uh, for all of the world's participants, we all got a nice little BCS 2023 World Finals participant title. It looks very flashy. Very, it's very nice. And for Billy, uh, the second place player, he got a BCS 2023 first runner up title nice and for our boy steve right here he did get a bcs 2023 world finals champion title for the english bushi navi you know Weiss. you know it's one of those things where the first thing i thought this is going to make me sound old i'm sorry i can't help it but the first thing i thought of is um have you seen the movie troy troy yeah no it's a movie anyway it's a movie is it about the yes. story of Troy. Okay. Yes. And right. and so Brad Pitt is playing Oh, um, that's funny. Achilles. Oh, oh nice. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. And so like, you know, his his cousin gets mistakenly killed. Yeah. And yeah. so and when he's about to when he's about to face off with um with uh Eric Bonner's character. Sure. Uh, he's with, um It's not Patroclus. Patroclus is That's like, that's Achilles. That's Achilles. That's Achilles' cousin. cousin. Yeah, so yeah. like it'd be I don't remember the mythology well enough. Anyways, carry on. Anyway, so he rips off his helmet. Yeah. And he he looks at him because he 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 mistaken he mistook him for for his cousin. Yeah. So he's like he points at him. He's like, now you know you're fighting. And so that that's the first thing I thought of <laughs> when I saw that champion title. Nice. I was like, now nice. when people get paired up against me, now you know. Now you're you know who you're fighting, <laughs> dude. It's gonna be at regional. <laughs> Well, I'm just Someone's gonna, gonna see that title and be like, ah, oh, you're joking. <laughs> I'm calling this right the fuck now. You're gonna rock up the teams with this shit and you're gonna drop round one. <laughs> like, your life depends on it. The world is gonna be like, all right, you get to walk into this guy. He's like, oh my god, I'm fighting the world champion. And then you're gonna draw just six get out. Yeah, yeah. Just, get, just get absolutely <laughs> fisted. Just die immediately. <laughs> It's one of those things where, like, I immediately went one. Oh, two. it's it's that. F I think it's a fate meme that like somebody put into our chat where it's like, all right, who's dying next? Lies in a grave. The next frame. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. I went one two at the very next local I played. <laughs> like that's the thing is that it's hard to brag when like the local humbles you so hard. It just drags you right back into it. You're like, yeah, you ain't shit. All right, yeah, we're all yeah. good. And so no, no, it was funny. Like <laughs> you were the, good that day. <laughs> the second, the second local that. I, oh, hey, one last, one last kind of tangent before we hop off. I thought that after Worlds, like. I might feel okay playing less Weiss Schwartz. Yeah. And like, Taking a little break? You know, be like, yeah, I'll take this day to just go rock climbing. I'll miss more locals. No, no, no. Ever since that night, I could think about nothing else except playing more Weiss Schwartz. That's part of the reason why I played like 15 games the day after Worlds. Sure. It was just like, I don't want anything else right now but to be playing more of this card game. I landed. And like, 
didn't sleep, tried desperately to reset my sleep schedule by staying up all night, went into the office for the whole workday, and right after that, instead of anything else, you know what I said? I went into the group chat and I asked, hey, who's going to locals today? Will there, some, will there be somebody there so that I can play Weiss? Great, let's go to locals. I think that that, I mean, that's a good sign. That means you're being motivated in the right way. It's like, you know, um, it's cliche to say, but like, yeah, some people, they get back up faster when they get knocked down. And so. Okay, but like, I do, I really do need to start taking days for not wise for. That's this a you is... thing, brother. I already got mine figured out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's, cur like, okay. I got back last You're Wednesday. The obsession levels. <laughs> yeah, look, today's Thursday. I got back last Wednesday. I went to the next. Lo I went to locals for three days straight afterwards. Yeah. The only reason I didn't try to go Wednesday was because I landed Wednesday night, so I missed that day's locals. Then Sunday there was no locals. Then I went to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and the only reason that I'm gonna miss locals today is that at the time of recording right now, it's 20 minutes after it started, 45 minutes away. That's the only reason why. <laughs> well, we might need a white shorts intervention at some point. <laughs> we might be reaching unhealthy levels of white shorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, uh, yeah. luckily, um, you have responsibilities to this podcast, so I'm very confident that those will take priority yeah tomorrow i'll be editing this podcast so that i can release it ladies and gentlemen we didn't really mention it at all ever in this episode but this is season two episode one of the refresh point with steve as the world champion because last year at the day that this will be uploaded we started this podcast amazing what can happen in a year Amazing what can happen in a year. Your first regional win? My first my first regional win, two other top eights. My first trip to Worlds. Your first top eight and your first world champion. Yep, we did it, baby. So yeah, look forward to a whole other season of Refresh Point shenanigans. We're not gonna stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Either, pick one. But, yeah. um. I'm so happy that Ben keeps track of stuff like that and because uh, he's way better at it. But <laughs> thanks. Thank you to everybody, like uh, the the yeah. viewers and everybody. And thank you, Ben, for doing way more of the legwork than me. <laughs> um, there uh, is no podcast man. without Ben, ladies and gentlemen. There might be a podcast without me. But, like, I'm replaceable. Nah, if I had, I had I to win Worlds. That. I had to win Worlds. It wasn't optional. I got to keep my spot on the couch. You got to earn that spot. Uh, <laughs> Can't have Ben looking for other commentary oh my hosts. God. But right. in any case, thank you, everybody, and look forward to a whole year, season two of the Refresh Point. Shout out once again to our crazy supporters, John, Andrew, and Billy. Um... And a uh, shout out to, I mean, there's only like, it's not technically a benefit that you paid for, but like, there's only one regular supporter. So like, it just feels rude not yeah. to shout out to Carmen as well for supporting us at the $5 level uh, and getting yourself a snazzy pair of refresh point going first, going seconds. I should see you at New York question mark. We want, okay, our team wants to go to New York. Right. It's Memorial Day weekend. The flights are $200. <laughs> They're $200. It's such a scam. I got to New York for 70 bucks last year. Sorry. 
Don't you have a you got a big boy job now though? It's cringe. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies for your difficulties during this very challenging time. <laughs> I will not be traveling for Springfest, so if you want to see two world champions put together on one Springfest team and try to beat us, Houston, you can come to Houston. Yeah, and we'll you can find here. us. We'll, we'll be, be here. here. Um. So yeah, actually, man, we there's just been so many other things to talk about. With, I mean, it's still worth talking about. We're not on a team together. Um, no. Steve has gone off. In his own words, he did fire himself from the previous Refresh Point Climax team, and he's gone off with the other world champion and another old, long, long-time old Weiss player uh, to form their own team. And Billy and I have our team now with another long-time DFW Weiss player. Uh, you might have known him as the guy that got top eight anime Evo with the Haruhi list uh, back in like 2019, 2020, which is very funny. Um, but he's a good player. And so we're all going to be button heads at it in Houston. If you want to come on down and watch us inevitably declare our victory before missing top eight by like <laughs> 10 miles. <laughs> yeah. It feels like the harder I try at this game, the worse it gets. So I'm just not trying anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, I always feel like we're going to walk in and be like, all right, let's go. We're so in good at this immediately, game. Immediately, like, like <laughs> X3, yeah. X2, you know. But Put yeah. these champs in the fucking dumpster. You know? <laughs> and so finally... That is our show for today. So tune in next time after your next deck out. And don't you forget to take the refresh point.